everybody, you did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! It's Talking Boys with the Boys. Cowboys familiar. What's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys, and we're back again with some of that Cowboys flavor. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share and subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod would be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies. I'm your host, Adam Y. And I'm Mark D. And I'm the token white guy, Dylan Wilson. And I am Andres Agria. What's up, homies? What is yeah, good? Hey. Yeah. Power Rangers Unite. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I guess sir. the Green Ranger. I'm the Green yes, Ranger. Sir. I guess I'll be the pink one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> yes, I will. Hey, man. But nah, dog. Hey, man, look. Hey, we're six and one. Hey, we went to Minnesota. We got the dub with the hell of a rush. Man, nobody expected it. But I tell you what, dog. I tell you what, man. We went in there with physicality. And what do you always say, Mark? Sea ball hit ball. Water boy style, baby. <laughs> Mama says that alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth but no toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Your mama said Alligators are ornery because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the medulla oblongata. Mama? The medulla oblongata is where anger, jealousy, and aggression come from. Now, is there anybody here can tell me where happiness comes from? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> All right, let's hear what Mama has to say on the subject. Mama say that happiness is from magic rays of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, Mama's wrong again. (laughs) No, Colonel Sanders, you're wrong. Mama's right. Cowboys news, dog. What's good, Cowboys Nation? Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Let's feast, baby. Mike Tyson once famously asked, who are you when you get punched in the mouth? Well, Iron Mike, these days we are the ones doing the punching. Our 6-1 and one Cowboys limped into Minnesota with our backup quarterback and walked out with a dub. We got our mojo back, baby. Now, mm-hmm. on to some injury news. Sorry about this, Dylan. Jabril Cox was moved to injured reserve due to an ACL tear suffered Sunday night. No. Second year. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Second year defensive end Bradley Anai on Monday and then re-signed him to the practice squad Wednesday. As soon as he cleared waivers. Hold up. Man, I got somebody asking for my audit. Hold up. Mark (laughs) Strud. Hey, is Domus with an O or an A? With an A. With an A, right? Okay. I I got you. Okay. Okay. I got you. All right. By placing Cox on injured reserve and by waving an eye, it gives the team three open spots on their 53-man roster open for returning players from IR. 
Tight end Blake Jarwin didn't practice Wednesday due to a hip problem, and Coach Mike McCarthy said Dak Prescott would be limited if today was a normal practice. Since it's a shortened practice, he'll do everything. If all goes well today, he will be a full participant in Thursday's normal practice. The Cowboys are hopeful wide receiver Michael Gallup can play Sunday, but that will be determined by how he practices this week. Technically, all IR players can return to practice after three weeks, but once they do, it begins a 21-day clock. After these three weeks, teams must decide to either put them on the active roster or back to the, AR, to the IR. Hey, so interesting stat for the day that my brother brought to my attention a little earlier. The last time the Braves won a championship was 1995. And guess who won the Super Bowl that year? That's mm. right. Our Cowboys. Yeah, yes, sir. Hold on. Yes, sir. All these kids want autographs, Doc. I told you, I'll get you after, after the pod, okay? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and the last time the Bucks won the NBA championship, the Cowboys won. Hey! hey the universe wants it to happen. That's it right there, man. There. Back to you, BB. All right, man. Well, let's get this thing popping, bros. Hey, look. What I want to do is get everybody's good, bad, and ugly. And let's get the ugly first, man. Oh, the ugly. <laughs> okay. Ugly. Well, the ugly. I, you know, ugly. I got, I'm going to switch it up. I got the ugliest Kirk Cousins. Because <laughs> if you get outplayed by Cooper Rush, a backup quarterback, and have your voice crack and trying to just hike the ball in prime time, <laughs> man, that is ugly. <laughs> like, you blew the layup, my guy. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Wide open layup in the open court. All right. Well, uh, I backdoor you, Dylan. For me, the ugly, and you're going to appreciate this, my guy, I know you are, was Jefferson. He wasted mm. a good pregame warm-up, quote-unquote, by wearing <laughs> that Michael Myers mask, and the only thing he killed was, well, nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> that was Halloween H20, Michael Myers. <laughs> no, no, that's right. No, that's right. He said Jason in space. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that where he fights Buster? I think that's where he fights no, Buster. The, uh, re- yeah. That's Resurrection. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I know there's a leprechaun in space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Jefferson got his ass busted, so yeah. yeah. He definitely got busted. He definitely got busted. My ugly was going to be Tyrant Smith having to leave the game. And uh, you know, I I know we're talking the preseason what 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 needs to happen for this team to be successful. And I think someone said, you know, specifically Tyron needs to play all 17 games. That's probably unrealistic. So, you know, if he could play 13, 14 games, you know, is that that would still be a win in our books. But, you know, he had to leave the game. And I really don't want to see what our line's going to look like, you know, without Tyron for an extended period of time. He has a bone spur, which is – I don't know too much about bone spur. That, that, that would be in, in Mark's territory. Yeah. But to me, it just seems like that's one of those – um kind of things where it's just like pain tolerance. Like if you can, if you can take it or whatever, if you can go out there and play, but then when that adrenaline wears off and during the week, it's, it's going to be hell, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll give it that old A-Rod, A-Rod no vaccine look, you know what I'm saying? Mm. (laughs) Mark, you're you're the medical, medical expert, Mark. Do you just put a rolling pin on it or how does that work? Well, with a bone spur, man, actually I can give you, Tyron's not playing this week, man. Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been, it was reported a little earlier with the bone spurs. He's not playing this week. Now, given that we are like, Hey, concrete feet and Seki, I got you. But given to what we've had in the past, I mean, we got some, some better quality options there. I mean, I kick Lyle Collins over there 
if his punishment is done yet. I mean, if his injury from that end, exactly. he's out of the dog so pack, I, right? Exactly. Actually, my ugly leads straight into that, man, because, yes, the medical side and stuff, when I saw Tyron go out and then he didn't come back in for a period of time, and then you get a report of bone, bone spurs, the pain level tolerance is an issue with that, but there's also other things that come with that depending on where the bone spur is because you can get inflammation. You can get a lot of different things that stem from that bone spur. So yes, it's pain tolerance and they can shoot them up for that. But at the same time, it's range of motion, it's movement, it's, it's, it's dropping that anchor. You know, we all know about that anchor and if yep, you can yep. drop that anchor appropriately, he's going to get forklifted. Now, yeah. you know, usually half a tyrant is better than most, right? But Given that he hadn't played a full season since 2015, look, it looks like he's not going to play another one, man. But given his contract, given the way he is, I mean, given how, how cheap he kind of is at that position for what, how, how he produces, I mean, mm. he's pretty cheap on that end. I mean, look, I don't put a lot, of, a lot of faith into the grades from PFF. We all, you know, we all know how to look at that analytically. But as yeah. far as the top five players graded out, it's two, Zach Martin, and three, Tyron Smith. Yeah. Okay, and that's amongst yeah. all players. That's not just yep. offensive linemen. So you can't just say that this is going to be something where you next man up. You know, we all love that phrase. Let's put somebody in there. Well, <laughs> we saw. I actually hate saw, that phrase. I really hate that phrase. You know why? That phrase got Everson Griffin looking like a damn pro bowler the other day. Okay. That's right. Because then Seki right. could not handle Everson Griffin. He couldn't. No, oh, you saw the drop off immediately. Oh, yeah. Immediately, man. Immediately. You know, so that kind of leads to my next ugly with this. The next ugly aspect of this was what I saw after the game, okay? And my wife pointed it out to me, actually, because initially when I saw this, I saw, you know, the, the video on Twitter in the, in the hallway after the game when Dak, you know, runs up to Cooper Rush and gives him a big old hug, and we all love our leader. I love what mm -hmm. he did right there. But my thing is, when he was walking up to him, I mean, it looked to me like he was walking on glass, guys. You know, he was all heels coming down. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, this is, this is at a downgrade. It's a downgrade slope. It's in a hallway. He's trying to control himself as he's walking down. He's not really that bad, right? And then I'm starting to look at it, and I look at a guy behind him, and the guy's coming around the corner with no problem. And I think he's like one of the trainers, somebody like that. And his movement doesn't look like it's an issue. And then after he hugs Cooper Rush, he comes into the locker room, and he's he swings that, that leg around. And it's nice and stiff. He doesn't put too much bend to it. So my biggest ugly is what's going to happen with that? What are we going to be looking at with Dak from, the, from this week? You know, if there's any kind of report of soreness or anything except he's great 100%, I'm worried. I am. But not worried too much because we just saw a new redhead in town, didn't we? Mm. We just saw <laughs> somebody's bold prediction from our previous show come true. Yep. Who yep. was it? I don't know. Who was that, man? I mean, somebody on this show said that Dak wasn't going to play, and I don't think he wavered on that over two weeks. Um, What's your sources he actually, uh, ooh, You know ooh. what, man? My <laughs> medical brain told me <laughs> that what I was looking at is exactly what I thought. You know, kind of like Jalen Smith when I said he had drop foot in the preseason. You know, kind of like that. Of the putty. When people when people made fun of me on that and also said, I don't know, man, it's because he's just not who he was, man. He's just not diagnosing the player, seeing it like he used to. 
It's like, what, do you have a stroke? Like, <laughs> you know? It's like, it doesn't happen like that, man. It doesn't happen like that. I even explained it from the point of view of that Arizona game when he got beat out to the sidelines and flat by the running back. I even explained how the drop foot was affecting it. And people were still like, I don't know, Mark. Maybe we should listen to doctors. Well, I'm going to get everybody that listens to this a real big little thing that it's kind of boasting, but it's not. Doctors listen to me, guys. <laughs> they do. <laughs> They actually do. That's pretty funny, right? I'm a pathologist. They don't call you Mark Stradamus for nothing. Exactly. (laughs) I'm a pathologist. That means I have to figure out what's going on and apply it to a treatment plan. And I was a rehab director for 10 years, so I was pretty damn good at it. So I'm just going to back up a little bit on that. Fuck your shit, Mark. Uh (laughs) Just saying, my job was to watch people walk in. You know what my job was, man? My job was to watch people walk into our facility, see what kind of deficits they had, and write a treatment plan based on how long they were going to be there and how long that was going to impact them. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sir. You know, I just, Mark Sardamus? You know. Okay. Well, let me get the bad <laughs> from this game then, baby. <laughs> the bad? Hey, Greg Zerline, can you make a fucking field goal? if i feel confident about going into this denver game i'm gonna need with let's say i let's say we're gonna go in here and we announce that dak's not gonna play well i need this dipshit to make every kick he can seriously <laughs> man and i why do i feel more comfortable with him 45 and out 30 and in i'm like oh shit god damn like he's gonna, yeah. sp- he's gonna kick it straight down the left upright, man. Boink. So that's my bad from the game, man. Hey, man, I backdoor you too, man. The bad for me was like we just mentioned, man. This team left the game with a lot of injuries, and it looks like Trey Trayvon. Well, he might be playing Gimpy this week. Also, mm. Tyron Smith will be out, and like Mark stated in his news corner, Cox, a player that was on the come up and his trajectory heading uh, the right way, ends up on IR. Lost for the season. On top of that, at a position group where we had really good depth, and now it's dwindling, dog. Plus, he was real good on special teams, man. So yes, he was. Yeah, all those piling up. I'm I'm worried to the extent now we get to see what what depth is really going to look like, man. So yeah, that's that was my bad coming out. There. Well, you just actually reminded me of something with that too, guys. I don't mean to take up too much time here, guys. My bad. But you got you actually reminded me of that um, Trayvon Trayvon Diggs. You know, when I hear ankle mm-hmm. sprain, if it's a low ankle sprain, I'm like, okay, you know, a pain tolerance will play through it. But if it's a high ankle sprain, we're talking about some extended time for being out. And they haven't classified what it is or what's going on. So yeah. that's, you know, usually when they don't say a lot about it, that'll let you know they're trying to give you the mushroom treatment. You know, mm-hmm. stick you in a closet and feed you shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let me get you in bed, Dylan. Uh, y'all covered the injury, so let me, uh, the bad was me. <laughs> I, I said, I, uh, for those listening, I texted Mark and Adam was there too, but I was texting Mark. I was like, oh, Dak's going to play. It's no issue. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> and he obviously <laughs> didn't play. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> and, and, then, uh, and, what did I, and what did I text back, Dylan? Hey, man, I like you. Don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he added me to the idiot list. <laughs> and then, and then uh, yeah, I was like, oh, man, the Cowboys are going to get crushed if Dak doesn't play. We fucking win. So, yeah, the bat, the bat was me. <laughs> oh, I love you, Dylan. Oh, 
Uh, well, you know, a lot of people shared that bad, Dylan, so you don't have to feel too bad about that. <laughs> yeah, they sure did, bro. They sure did. Give us your good, man. All right, my good? Uh, well, I'm going to go with the lion that's always hungry because uh, Ooh, I saw yes. him push LVE out the way to go make a tackle. I mean, <laughs> can, can, we agree, can we agree that guy's going to be a superstar? And uh, yes, he's, he's just out there playing football, wrecking games. Can you all imagine what kind of monster he's going to be once he actually fully understands the position and really knows what he's doing? Because he's got everything. Scary, he's, though. he's got everything going for him. He held himself accountable for the Patriots game. He didn't have a bad game, but he just didn't have a dominant game like he's accustomed to having. So <laughs> he went back to the drawing board and everything, and he came out, and he just absolutely wrecked the game. And uh, – to see him at the facility, he played a night game, and then he showed up at the team facility at 6 a.m. He didn't have to be there till 10. It just shows me the type of person he is, and how lucky are we that we drafted him? Absolutely, man, absolutely. I'll give you a little stat there on that, Dylan, just to back down you a little bit. So 11 tackles, four of which were for a loss. That's mm-hmm. actually a, look, a rookie linebacker record. Not rookie cowboy linebacker record. No, nope. A rookie linebacker yeah. record. Rookie linebacker record, yep. What, what's your bet? For me, it's the Cowboys' penalties. You know, even though, obviously, if you watch the game, you know, some of them were kind of fraudulent. But even as far as I can remember, the Cowboys have always been a, a very penalized team. And, uh, you know, we had 11 penalties for 96 yards. I know right now we're the third highest penalized team in the league. And I, that, that's just something that if, we, if we're serious about making a, a true championship run, that the team's going to have to get that in check because we can't be – you know, getting these nine, 10, 11 penalties, you know, like 80%, I said. 80% of those fucking penalties come from Connor Williams, bro. <laughs> I know. Seriously, and like man. I said, you, you know, you know, summer, summer kind of fraudulent, you know, like that Randy Gregory one on the sideline. But, but, uh, but uh, you know, there's also some that are very true that they're just doing and we need to cut that out. Because like I said, we, the third, the third penalized team in the league, like, come on, man. Like, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, that's definitely going to hurt. And then, and then, uh, uh, what was said today, or what was reported today, is that Mark McCarthy, Mike McCarthy said they spent uh, going over the penalties that they need to cut cut it down some. So they say they study for different referee uh, crews' tendencies going into games, but third highest penalized team in the league that's uh, not working. All right, well, give us your good then, man. Uh, my good is going to be, I guess, obvious. And I wrote down Michael Parsons. You know, I mean. I know y'all gave the stat already. He was the first rookie, blah, blah, 10 solo tackles, four tackles for loss. I mean, right now he's playing at a, at a level. Like, yes. he's playing at a level that even the most optimistic, I think, Cowboy fan back in April when we drafted him, I, I don't think we saw this. I mean, I, I'll say I didn't. Like, I thought he'd be good because I saw him in college, and I, I know what type of motor he has. But, I mean, for him to be doing what he's doing now, seven games oh, into man. his rookie year, yeah. it's yeah. just it's crazy. Oh. Oh, trust. You didn't, trust, you didn't yeah. know we, we you didn't know we'd be drafting Von Miller and Ray Lewis in one player. <laughs> oh, shit, well, I mean, hey, Troy Palomalu-ish is what we called him in the preseason, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and that actually goes with one of my good with that too. Because did y'all notice who had the green dot on their helmet? Curse, green curse. dot, curse, yeah. green dot, curse. Cam. Yeah. So hey, I don't think it's a coincidence that Micah had one of his best games, if not his best game when he didn't have to make so many decisions, man. Okay. Yeah, right. Like, I really, I really don't like that. I don't like putting that assignment on him. Look, what does he like to do? See ball, hit ball, right? Yeah. Go, be the, right. go be the water boy. Water boy didn't call out the defensive schemes. 
Waterboy just went out there and that's what he looked like that's what he looked like man hey, hey when he hit madison in the backfield madison like folded and crumpled to the ground and then this dude looked like he was mad that he didn't get him for two more yards on the loss like he you know mike is back, walking back to the huddle like damn man i didn't hit that dude yeah. hard enough like hey, why dude, why and, did Real quick, Mark, why did uh uh why did Mama say that the, the alligators were honorary? The medulla oblongata. <laughs> they got all them teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, did y'all know? Did y'all know that Jaron is uh Javon's nephew? Javon Curse, the freak. I've been wondering that honestly, because it's one of those names where, like, come on, they gotta be related, right? Like, and they had to be related. His cousin is uh Philip Buchanan, the, the corner used to play for uh, Atlanta. The, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and the Raiders, yeah, the Raiders. Bloodlines. Yeah, you know, he got them bloodlines there. I think putting the dot on his helmet and letting him make some decisions freed up Micah to just the, – the, the thing that slows down any player is having to mm-hmm. think too much. Having yes. to think too much takes you from a 4-3 to a 4-4 to a 4-5. Dude, Sean Lee ran a 4-6, and it looked like he was a 4-3 out there, right? Yeah, bro. Because yep. he didn't he, – he knew where he was going and what he was doing. And I don't even think Micah has all that under control just yet. And he still did that. Hey, two more games like that, screw defensive rookie of the year. That's the defensive player of the year. Player of the year. Yes, sir. We got got three players that could be in contention for it by the end of the year. Trayvon, Micah, and Randy. Yep. Man. And then you got Daddy Daddy Warfare coming back. You got DeMarcus Mm. Lawrence. Man, Mm -hmm. hey, hey, all three, all three. All three phases in that defense, man. You got a secondary player balling out. You got a linebacker guy playing, uh, balling out. And then you got somebody on the D-line balling out, man. That, Great Great that is hey, freaking Hey, don't forget, awesome. hey, curse. To, and remember this. Like, we're all talking about how, how it benefited Micah. Hey, to give a safety the green dot on his helmet? Do you guys how, know how rare that is? That's and I think I read and I think I read that he had never done that in his career before that they asked no, him during the yeah, week he, if he felt he comfortable special teams player. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, well, you know, let's let's try it out. And they, they, they had some good days of practice and they just did it. Well, when you think about it, he spends most of his time towards the line of scrimmage anyway, either in big nickel yeah. or when he's in as a safety, he's up there towards the line of scrimmage. So, yeah. I mean, just take some decision making away from Micah, let him go out there and kill. I think we're about to see something ridiculous out of Micah that I don't think anybody's really ready for, to be honest with you guys. Facts, though. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Water boy. See yeah. ball, hit ball. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Hey, Seriously, man. man. All right, man. So my good slash great, and y'all gonna love this, man, was the new us versus the old us. Mm-hmm. This team rallied together, went to Minnesota, and came home with the dub. We are witnessing a culture change, homies. I can't stress this enough. This team is built different. This team under the old administration wouldn't have won that game, and we all know that, dog. As a matter yeah. of fact, mm-hmm. the Vikings, on the other hand, did what the old us would have did, and their fans are letting their team and their coaches have it the way we used to, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, and me and Mark discussed this the other day, that we're going to do what we're going to do mentality is something that we're all too familiar with in the past seasons, man. And this team, in the words of Dakota Rain, dog, pure excellence and brotherhood. And they mm-hmm. went out there and proved why we are contenders, man, this year. And I love it, man. I love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah, that was my yeah. good. That was my great, man. For real, yeah. dog. Like, this team is yeah. built different, dog. You know? We'd, Mike we'd Zimmer have, looked like an old Jason Garrett team. 
There you go. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. We, we have four losses right now. If it was any other year, man, just this team exactly is different, right, man? Well, man, you man. know, with with that though, you know, we have to give we have to give somebody credit on that, man. And it's not the assistant coaches, right? right? I mean, dog, look when 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 Cooper when CD Lamb has enough emotional intent there to jokingly in in a pressure situation try to take a touchdown away from his homeboy Coop. And Coop tells him, hell no, nah, that's having fun, guys. That's yeah, having nah, a mo- nah. Hey, nah, Come on, a- let, let me get the game-winning touchdown. Come hey, on, man. That's, that's yeah. a mojo <laughs> moment, guys. That's a mojo <laughs> moment. It literally is what he was doing. In the two-minute drills in the preseason, if everybody saw hard knocks, what he would do in pressurized situations would, call, would be to call a mojo moment so that everybody would be de- depressurized, man. Just, yep. hey, you're playing yep. a game. Remember that. You're playing football. They were that – that de-stressed with Cooper Rush at quarterback in that game at that time. Oh, yeah, man. Come so. on, man. It yeah. wasn't, are we going to score? It's who's going to score right now. Who's going to score that's right different. now? Yeah. That's <laughs> way different. Yeah, That's man. way different. Yes. Yeah, dog. Different. Best, best team in the league. Best team. Hey, but you know what, guys? If, if, I, if I could bring just a small ray of, I guess, negativity. I was, I was looking at some stats. You know, the Cowboys, and I, I know Mark uh, pretty much all season, He's been kind of great in the defense a little. Well, what I thought was harshly, I think Mark's been giving him a C, maybe even a C plus. And I'm and and but and, and no, it's good. And, but and then when I listen to the show, I'm like, oh, I don't know. They're probably like a B B plus. No, I was looking at some stats, man. We're we're still bottom third in in the league of 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 yards allowed per play, six point one. And when and the Cowboys are in in the middle of the pack, I think fifteen out of thirty two teams in points allowed. I mean, that is something that, as good as we're playing now, imagine if we got both those into, like, maybe the top ten, if we could just, you know, allow well, less see, points. That's, that's the next progression for Micah. Yeah. You see, because, yeah. because what's going on right now is you take that dot away from him, so he's just pissing vinegar. Go tackle somebody. Do what you yeah. did in college and do it well. So after yeah. that, what he's gonna, why, he was, why he was there at 6 o'clock at, in, in the morning at the building the other day, Dylan, was because of this, man. It's because he's wanting to know what to do in a cover four, what to do in a cover two, right? Yeah. What, where, what are my responsibilities? Do I need to be on the flat? What's going on here? I bet, watch, y'all going to see Micah with a pick in the next two or three games, man. He almost you... Yeah, he did. He did. He did, man. You know, what? you know what? I'll go ahead and guarantee you it'll, it'll, be, it'll be Sunday. It'll be Sunday against Bridgewater. Well, 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 well save your predictions. Save your predictions okay. for the okay. end of this show. Okay. Well, I mean, he just said that, so I got to back going with it. It'll be on the right sideline in the flat. <laughs> wow. Mark oh, Sadamas has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, let's move on, man. Hey, man, what I want to ask y'all, too, is has said Wilson done enough to let Gallup walk next season, fellas? Yeah. Yes. Dylan, you change you change your perspective on that, then, huh, brother? No, I obviously want both of them. I'm an offensive guy. I'd resign both of them if I could. Oh, but I got it, you. It, yeah. But yeah, it, it, it he has definitely done enough. He he has the speed. He he can go up and get the ball. He can do everything you need him to do. He everything Gallup can do. So, yeah, he's definitely done enough. I think the I think the comparison more is with Gallup and CD, right? Because you're going to look at something that said can do. He has a skill set that that none of the receivers have. That arm. Okay. Yeah. Great point. That pass he made was not an easy pass. Hey, that's no, QB. That's not. QB four right there, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. man, that thing was on a rope down the field, man. And we've seen that more. It was. Than it was, was a pretty pass. Play. He was. He was I'm a quarterback in high school. 
Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you this. You know, you want to know when you're a weapon is when people have to start getting ready for something. Okay, so defensive coordinators have said Wilson on their chart and going, hey. If they do a little reverse or something, this dude might roll out and throw it down the field. So watch what's getting behind you. And what I mean by you have to compare Gallup and CD is this. Okay, so um, CD can go up and get the ball. He's our high point guy sometimes. Unless you're Coop mossing people like he did in the end zone the other day, then you don't know who the high point man is, right? Kelvin Joseph's reaction was absolutely priceless, dog, mm -hmm. on that sound of the sideline, dog. That shit was wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, yeah. he got mossed. He took it right he off did. the back of his helmet. Alpha yeah. eight. Alpha but, but, eight right there. But, but do you guys think that uh, Michael Gallup missing all these games so far this season has maybe knocked his price down to a range where they can re-sign him? I think it was purposely. I really do think it was purposely, man. I think that, that the Cowboys were like, oh, calf strain. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't you want to sit that out a little bit? You know, hey, look what Sed's doing here. And I, I think it, it right. was purposely sitting him out for a long period of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think, like, I, can, I can easily see them signing them to a one-year kind of prove-it deal and they just running it back again next year and you know try to I get definitely think so again. man I, I, hey, think I would that, love it too man but, you know it was just a, it was just the question that I've seen man so that's why I had to pose it but yeah yeah, uh, 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 yeah man I mean to I mean I would love to run this keep running it back every year with the same crew man because man you know continuity Keep and, your strength to strength. Keep your strength to strength. Yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah. I think said Wilson gets kind of a Terrence Williams deal. A little bit, you know, uh, maybe not quite that, but a little less than that, honestly. To me, it's a no-brainer. You, you get said he comes about even a third of the price, I think, of, of, of maybe Gallup would do. Uh, he plays special teams, which is something Gallup is not going to do. Returner. Right? And then, I mean, like yep. I said, I mean, I, I, I told my barber in the preseason, shout out Joe Gant, King Barbershop, uh, hey! I told, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I told him, I said, look, there's two guys that we're just not going to have next year. LVE is not going to be back next year, and Gallup's not going to be back. He's like, well, why? To me, it's a no-brainer. You, you sign said, you let Gallup mm -hmm. walk. I think Gallup mm -hmm. is going to sign probably more than what he's worth because, hey, what's that old saying? You're, you're, you're only worth what, what someone is willing to pay you. So, I mean, I just think a team's going to be out there and that, that that's going to overpay him, and the Cowboys ain't going to match it. Yeah. Well, who's better? Who's better, Michael Gallup or Kenny Galladay? Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, bro. <laughs> did y'all see what got? Did y'all see what Gall Galladay got from the Giants? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Okay, the well, bag. That, that says it right there. The bag. <laughs> he got a bag. So, yeah. I mean, whether Gallup produced this year or not, or whether he's doing that, I think he was still going to get paid. Give him. Yeah, he's going to get paid. Dog. I, I'm pretty sure he's going to get paid. I mean, you got a, a team over in Kansas City that needs some help on offense. Over there. Mm. Ooh, yep. You, know? you got a team in I mean, New England who needs who needs help at receiver. You know? Sure. Yep. You know. And New Orleans, I mean, New Orleans is they're putting Taysom Hill at receiver now? What are they doing? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. There's honestly about twenty teams right now that, that could use a Michael Gallup for real. I was gonna say facts. he's gonna get paid. Those are facts. Those are facts. Those are facts. About twenty teams. Yeah, I, bet, yeah. I bet you Tony Pollard gets paid too and it ain't gonna be here. Well that's that's a that would hurt. Now. That would hurt me. That would hurt. <laughs> hey, that's two years out, man. Chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. I'll slow down. I'll slow down. I'll slow down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. But all right, dude. So, 10 games left on the schedule. What teams pose the biggest threat? I got five teams. I'll just go, go in the order that they appear on the schedule. Uh, number one, we got the Falcons, obviously, because they got a generational tight end. He can go off, you know. He might just wreck our game, so – uh, you know, we have to account for them. But after 
you know, the Chiefs, they, they might kick it in the gear. You never know. Patrick Mahomes is nice. looking mm-hmm. like a top 10 quarterback. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, mm. yeah, but uh, they could kick it in the high gear anytime. After that, mm. the Raiders. But then again, you know, they lost Henry Ruggs to a complete tragedy. And yeah. they don't have their head coach anymore. Like, it's uh, they're 5-2 and two right now, but where do they really stand? Yeah, and yeah. the Saint, the Saints, were going to the Superdome, but they just lost their quarterback. So I don't, I don't even know with them. And uh, the last thing is the Cardinals. They're going to be the best team we face all year, but we have the better team. We're going to beat them. Yeah, facts, facts. Hey, man. Well, look, here's here. This is. I mean, I, I was waiting for this question because here's where I'm gonna step on motherfuckers' throats. Yes, dog. Yes, any given Sunday, real thing. And I've been seeing a lot of people say. Nothing is a gimme game. But then turn around and they spew all these numbers and rankings on how we fare against the rest of the NFL. We're on the top of this. We're on the top of that. Mm-hmm. Gas up how fucking great we've been playing. And how this team is, and how, how this team is different, dog. Then turn around and say Denver and Atlanta are not gimme games. What the fuck, dog? At Great. the end of the day, we have a better roster. And this team is playing at the highest of levels on all three phases. So, yeah, those weak-ass teams – are and should get molly the next two weeks, dog. With that being said, to me, the Chiefs, like Dylan yep. just said, if they can get it together, are a threat because wins and losses and common opponents come into play at the end of the season. And depending on what the records look like by week 16, we will see what we're playing Arizona for. And they're definitely a threat because we could see them in a three- to four-week span twice. Did they lose Murray for a couple weeks? Nope. He's no. playing, though. He is? I thought Kyle he was hurt playing. his ankle. He is? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. But, yeah, but that's what a lot, a lot of people ain't, ain't – they, they're not realizing that. That, 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 that week 16 game against them, uh, we could actually see them week 16. For the conference. The first, yeah, either first round or second round of the playoffs, however, however, however this thing falls, man. So we could see them twice within a three- to four-week span, man. So definitely the Cardinals – or pose the biggest threat to us, in my opinion. You hear this? You hear that? You hear what I'm doing right there? I'm beating cheeks. my chest. Oh. Okay? Yeah, that too. Well, I was dragging something on the floor. I thought bit. you were clapping yeah. cheeks, huh? Yeah, 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 man. No, man, like, look, we all talk about this. Look what we're talking about right now. You want to know why I wanted Dak to rest and why I didn't really give a damn about the way things look or even, look, my philosophy to this is you have to win your division. That's the number one thing in my sights right now. Because if you yeah. don't win your division, you don't make the playoffs, guys. Okay? Mm. I mean, you can get in as a wild card, do whatever you want, whoop de whoop But at the same time, my number one focus is win the division. So to do that, yes, numbers are important. Yes, all these things. But you see, I've been pounding my chest all season saying I have the best quarterback in the NFL. I firmly believe that. So That's if I say that, there's nothing that I think this dude can't get me out of. That's why I felt like I need to – you know, conserve him, make sure he's mm-hmm. healthy, make sure he's 110% and there's nobody I'm scared of. There isn't anybody I'm scared of, guys. I mean, look, we just made a certain team in LA trade away their future next year because they're scared <laughs> of us. Okay? Ooh, All right? Exactly. Like, they they, 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 they hey. clamping the Vikings with Cooper Rush? We got to get Von Miller in here, man. Hey, man, <laughs> seriously. They, they saw yes. Cooper Rush out there. And they saw us not miss a beat, which I'd like to give some praise to Kellen Moore for that. Because, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not the only one who knew Dak wasn't playing. All right? Kellen Moore knew that, too. 
All right. You could tell by his game plan. You could tell by the way it was situated. You could tell by the whole package in the backfield when they're throwing a pass with two 300 pounders back there. They gave him mass protect. They gave him max protect. Okay. Dude, that doesn't more knew what he was doing. Yeah, that doesn't come a couple of days before the before before they've been planning that for two weeks, bro. For two weeks. And you want to know what? That goes to my great, big bro, because I added another category here. Great. I love how my cowboys treated this bye week. In the past with Jason Garrett is a bunch of we're going to do what we're going to do. And, you know, Dak's going to do this and he's going to play through that and do this. This team right here bullshitted everybody, did what yep. they're going to do, didn't give a damn about any kind of publicity towards it. Hey, y'all remember when Mike McCarthy had no numbers on the jerseys during preseason because he didn't want to give anybody a leg up. Okay? Right. Everybody remember who's doing this, guys. He, they knew what was going on, and, and when they came out and showed the game plan about the only thing they really did, look, everybody wants to say they shortened the playbook for Cooper Rush. They did to an extent about the only thing they really took away from him was making uh, pre-snap decisions, either yep. switching it to a run or what kind of run it was supposed to be or yeah, switching to something else. The play. Mm-hmm. Hey, they, they, they gave him, though, in the play, it's not like they didn't do they, – they tried to hold him back in the actual play. You saw that by them allowing him to dial it down by 40, 50 yards right down the middle of the field, right down their throats. If you, don't, yep. if you have faith in your quarterback, he makes that throw. And I know what Kellen was probably thinking was like, look, all I got to get is Cooper to, to complete four or five really good throws, and yep. we're going to win this damn game. That's okay? right. That's right. So, right. for me, that was the great right there, man. You know, that aspect of it. All right, fellas. Well, shit. You know, I wanted to I wanted to do a little thing called Let's Play Gym. But, shit, we're, we're – man, fuck all that trade shit, man. Let's let's just go ahead and let's move on to week eight, dog. Boys so, you don't want to trade for a kicker? Nah, <laughs> negative. <laughs> I don't want to trade for anybody right now, man. Let's just go. Let's just roll, baby. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to week eight. Boys versus the Broncos. Uh, I want y'all's key matchups, and I'll start with you first, Andreas. Well, uh, it's probably going to sound boring, but I think my key matchup is just trying to stop their run. You know, they got that two-headed – I don't know if you want to call it a monster, but they got – let's just say two guys that can run the ball, right? They got Gordon and they got Williams, right? So I think if we can just limit their yards, you know, I think think we can – you know, I mean, for sure, I think we can win the game regardless. But I think that's key is just trying to limit their run, uh, you know, and then – once you do that, you make Teddy Bridge beat us, and I mean, come on, he, I don't think Bridgewater. Come on, Teddy. I mean, come on, I know he. Hey, I know he's a professional. <laughs> he's getting paid, but I mean, come on. He's, I mean, if 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 you make Bridgewater try to beat you with his arm, it ain't gonna happen. So we gotta stop the run, make him throw the ball, and then that's where our secondary comes in and our pass rush comes in, and then I think we're gonna get a, a good old solid victory. Hey, is Jerry Judy back? Yes, yes, he is. Yep. Yes, he is. Okay, 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 okay. All right, my first one, I got C.D. Lamb versus Pat Sertan. Hey, so, uh, that, but, hey, that was one of mine, dog. That was definitely oh, one of mine. I'll, I'll try not to steal your points. I'll be quick. I, I don't even need a point. All I, I, <laughs> hey, all I want to do is baptize that kid. That's hey, it, it's, baby. It's going to happen. I remember watching them play in college. That's exactly what happened. And Pat Sertan said C.D. Lamb was the hardest cover he ever had. So I for the same. And he's a rookie. It's just bound to happen. But my next one is uh, Anthony Brown versus Jerry Judy. I think Cortland Sutton is going to Diggs Island, and he ain't coming back. So, Anthony Brown, you ha- you have to get Jerry Judy, and he's a good route runner. He, he makes a lot of tough catches. So 
But Anthony Brown, we've seen him kind of up his play as the season has gone on, and I feel pretty good about that matchup. Hey, he has emerged, dude. I am eating crow right now. Hey, everybody, <laughs> hey, everybody listening, this is what you do. This is what you do when you're completely wrong. You say I'm wrong and you eat crow. I'm eating That's my what crow. You do. Because guess what? <laughs> guess what? I was hard on Anthony Brown and he's doing what he's supposed to be doing now. So well, hey, you know what? I nah, was we're, wrong. We're, we're not eating crow, we're eating potato chips. But to be Lazy, fair, he did bro. deserve that criticism. To be fair, he, he, he yeah. I think he did deserve every word that was said about him because he has shown us to be, you know, kind of doo doo, you know, kind of, kind of, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? He wasn't kind of, he was doo doo. <laughs> he was doo doo. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, I, I think you're within your right to, you know, talk about him and, and say this and that because he did deserve it. But, you know, he, he, he is showing up. That was actually one of mine because Jerry, Judy, and Anthony Brown was it on that end. But I, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like chugging along on the Anthony Brown cha- train. I, I really am, man. But at the same time, this week, um, this might be the week when that train has a little derailment, man. Because uh, Jerry, Judy, like you mentioned, he has the skill set that gives Anthony Brown fits. Mm-hmm. All right. He's like um, A.B. Light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but probably faster, to be honest with you. You know, we, we, you know, we'd all, we all forgot that Anthony Brown was a late round draft pick that worked his way into a nice contract playing the slot primarily. Right. So now we got him on the outside and he's been producing. He has now. I, I just don't think he'll shut Jerry Judy completely down. Um, I do think that if Trayvon is good enough to go this week, he will be on Cortland Sutton because um, bigger receiver, not as not the route running isn't as, as precise. Your ankles can be saved a little bit by that. I don't want to see him on Jerry Judy if he has an ankle problem. You feel me? Yeah. Right? Now Judy's nice. He's very nice, man. So that that might be where they're going with the matchups on that end. But you know that that's just me on Judy on Jerry Judy. You, Go you ahead. You guys Dylan. think he'll, you guys think he'll be slowed down by injury at all since he is coming back? I I do think so. But once you get a guy like that who has quick movements, like usually when they when that guy's ready to go after this period of time, they they give him full praise and he's able to do everything he was able to do before because his skill set is that, you know, it's not like he's a step behind or he's coming off the line. They're like, ah, he's a step slow. No, they won't, they won't let him go out like that. So that's why I think he's ready, man. I like that AB comparison. I I, like when you said it and I've, I've I've, I've just been thinking about for like the last 60 seconds. I'm like, yeah, man, that's a really good comparison. That's a really good comparison right there. He does, man. He, he reminds, you know, Jerry Judy has the same skill set, but he's actually faster than AB guys. Mm, yep. You know. Yep. And taller. So, and yeah, taller. So that you know that 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 gives me some worry there because Anthony Brown has actually been producing from this end. I mean, the last game we saw him what hit stick about two or three dudes, right? Mm-hmm. I yep. mean, right yep. after they they make the catch, but that's yes. a scheme. That's that's positivity from a scheme standpoint. That means he was in the right place at the right time doing his job. It's a little different when somebody leaves you on an island with a dude that can send you left, right, or make you fall down, man. Facts. Facts. All right, well, uh, my third one, I got Teddy Bridgewater and Bart Scott versus Dak Prescott. So Bart Scott <laughs> was over there saying Teddy Bridgewater is better than Dak, and he w- the Cowboys will be better off signing him, <laughs> than, him than Dak. So let's see it. I want to see it, Bart Scott. Come on, guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, Can't a lot wait. Of those, hey. Can't <laughs> wait. A lot of those hot takes, man. Oh man, they—they hey—they're getting shoved so back into those dudes' throats so quick, man. They don't even know what to do. They're—they're they're faltering, man. They're—they're—they're 
They're backpedaling. They're t- he was like, he, he, was <laughs> like uh, he was like, I see it because I can see the future. I see it because they pay me to see it. I can't wait. Let's see it then. Okay. You know what, Dylan? Because I think I've been better than him in predictions. You know what, Dylan? You're right. I remember in the preseason, I was talking with a buddy of mine, and he was, he was I don't want to say he's anti-Dak, but he was anti-paying Dak so much money. I was like, okay, tell me a realistic quarterback that you want. And you know what? He did say Bridgewater. And I remember well, I, I laughed about <laughs> 10 minutes. But when I got done laughing, I was like, Are you, do you really think Teddy Bridgewater can, can, can lead this offense? Well, I don't know, but I know he'd be a lot cheaper. I'm like, okay, so, so I, I guess you just want to go, you know, 6 and 10. I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, but Dak. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Mark and I were saying, I mean, Mark and I were told that Teddy Bridgewater could lead the Cowboys to a championship and that Dak was nothing more but a, a backup quarterback the in the league. Best backup in the NFL. I think it's the same dude, actually. Mm. So, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I have people tell him, I, ha- I have friends of mine that are uh, fans of the Dolphins and the Bucks. And that, back in 2018, they're like, oh, they should transition Dak to be a tight end. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing ever. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Hey, y'all remember uh, when the Cowboys uh, drafted Mike White to come in and kind of yes. compete with Dak for a little bit there? Yes, I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the backup that? quarterback yeah. syndrome, man. Every backup quarterback's better than the start of Kyle Orton. That's not Stephen yeah. McKee. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, you're exactly right. I mean, right now, didn't you see some people making, they were like, I mean, look, it's the line and the weapons. I mean, look what Cooper Rush did. You guys are overrating Dak Prescott. It's like, what the, man, the Cowboys fans were over there like, man, uh, we were watching the first half of that game. Like, what the hell is Cooper Rush doing? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He almost got yeah, like six hey, times, bro. Hey, he was a different quarterback from the moment he hit said Wilson right down the middle. Yeah, Seriously. He was open. a way different quarterback. Yeah. You got to remember, man, in this in the NFL, every one of these dudes, I hate it when guys say, oh, he sucks. Because it's like, you don't make it to the NFL sucking, guys. Right. All right. I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. You're the stud off your team in college, whatever team you came from. And to make it to get a look, you had to be historically a stud at certain yep. places. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, hey, dude, when you saw his confidence go to said Wilson down the middle, I told my wife, I was like, hey, my bold prediction is going to be right. Watch. Kellen Moore was like the best quarterback to ever play at Boise State, broke all kinds of records, and then didn't do anything in the NFL. It's just yeah. crazy the levels. That's what I'm doing. saying. Like, these guys may suck to like NFL standards, but I guarantee they're probably the best guy ever. And look at what that guy did. Yeah. Like, bro, like Kellen Moore college, was Tom yeah. Brady in Boise State. And at Boise oh, State, for real? I bet if you said <laughs> Kellen Moore, I bet they'd be like, oh, yeah, he eats here for free all the time, you know? <laughs> right. Um, for me, uh, Teddy Bridgewater versus Micah Parsons is one big one that I'm looking at. And, and the reason I'm saying that is not just because, you know, blitzing or coming after him. I'm really talking about the coverage aspect of this because Teddy Bridgewater loves to, will be nice, distribute the football underneath, right? We're not going to call him a game man. No, he's a game manager. Fuck it. And what I want to see, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And a lot of those throws that he's trying to make, they're right in the area where Mike is going to be trying to get to, to work on his coverage. So you put four, three out there. Hey, Teddy, you better have a stronger arm to get that out there, man, to the flat. Because if you don't, 11 might be taking it the other direction. So I'm looking That's at what Mike I'm saying. I guarantee you. You know, another one of my matchups is I'm trying to see what's going to happen with Trayvon Diggs. You know, considering he plays, I'm always intrigued by how we're going to treat the receivers. I mean, you can go back to every episode, and I'm always talking about who we're going to bracket, who we're going to leave in one-on-one. 
you know, mm -hmm. understanding what cover zero is as compared to what cover one is, you know, and, and understanding what everybody's responsibilities are. So for me, I really want to see what we're going to do on that back end, you know, with the safeties and with the, with the corners, because I mean, they do have some weapons over there. They do. I mean, we're making fun of Teddy Bridgewater and then he's going to throw something down the sideline and here comes Jerry Judy running under it. You know what I mean? That's so, right. That's right. I, yeah. I want to see what we're going to do with that. I mean, I don't, I personally don't want to leave Anthony Brown one-on-one -on -one with Jerry Judy. I'd rather bracket coverage that. And if Trayvon's playing, he can go over there and screw with Cortland Sutton all day. If Trayvon's mm -hmm. not playing, I, I might have to put Nashawn Wright out there. I'm not putting Kelvin Joseph immediately. Nashawn Wright's had the feel of the NFL. He's been doing a few things on special teams. He knows what it feels like for somebody to come and clean his clock. Put it that mm -hmm. way. Yo, no, yo. Throw, throw my I, guy I boss man out right. there. Throw him out there. You ain't gonna lose this game. Let him get his legs. Yes. Hey, I, you know what? You got to at some point. You really do. Right. I'd probably put him in the slot though. I wouldn't start him on Portland Sunday immediately. You know. Yeah. Facts. Facts. All right, man. Well, shit, fellas, you already know what time it is. It is prediction time, man. Who wins the score mm. and your wild prediction? And I'll start with you, Andreas. Let's go. Cowboys 27, Broncos 13. Uh, I already said Micah takes one. I don't know if he takes one back, but I will say he does pick him off one time. Uh, I think, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say Zeke can get us a nice 85 yards and a touchdown. Okay. I'll probably just that's stick not, with that. Okay. That's not wild. That's not super wild. It's not wild. Hey, it's hey, not, it's, you mean it's an 85 yard breakoff run? That would be wild as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to be modest when it went. I'm just trying to be modest one. Gave a wild and a modest prediction. Yeah. <laughs> facts, facts, man. Uh, let me go. Uh, Y'all already know, man. I'm riding with the Cowboys. 38-10. Uh, boss man gets a pick six. I said go. it last week, and I'm going to say it this week again because I think it's going to happen, man. So, yeah, boss man gets a pick six, man. My wild prediction. Cowboys 38 to 10. You know, okay. I'm so I like that. I like that. Right. I like that. Well, I, my wild prediction is I'm going to – well, I'm going to predict the game. We're going to go 31-14, Cowboys win. Now, it's kind of tough for me because, I, you know, after, I got to see how Dak looks before I would make any kind of saying like that. But I'll just go with my boy playing. So, we'll say 31-14. And Amari this, Amari that, Amari this, Amari that. C-O-O-P. He's about to have the best game as a Cowboy, man. All right? So he's about to have – so He's about to have 250? Honestly, Dylan, I would actually – I'm not even talking about numbers-wise. I'm talking – I actually think that, that game we just saw was his best game as a Cowboy, to be honest with you. From that, know, that, that that game he had against catch. the Eagles in 2018, oh, where yeah, he was yeah, making yeah, those yeah, crazy yeah. sideline yes. I think that no, was. No, 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 no. But in the game winning in the catch. Moment, well, in the moment and for what it needed. I mean, Doug, like he saved Cooper Rush's ass twice. All right. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah. I mean, on that bobble catch, I've never seen anything like that. That wasn't luck, guys. That was pure focus. All right. Yeah, it just hung in the air. It looked like it was dangling on a wire. And if you look back it and did. you look at all the DBs, the DBs are like, where is it? And Amari's like, it's right there. Like, he's watching it the whole time, man. So yeah, I actually thought that was his best game as a Cowboy, and not because of the numbers, just because of what he did. I mean, to, to moss the game-winning touchdown on a backup quarterback when you really needed that like that, 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 that to me. And then I had, I'd never really yeah. heard Coop get arrogant. And for him to tell CD, get your little ass over there, man. What the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? He is a quiet dude. Me, he is a quiet dude. Yeah, that yeah. to me is alpha. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, well, I'll, you know, I digress. Let me get back to it. But I think alpha is going to have 
very timely catches and the best game he's ever had as a Cowboy. I don't know about the numbers, but everybody is going to come out of that game going, yeah, I mean, I mean, Amar, I mean, Amari's an all pro. CD's a pro bowler. Because hey, he did have a drop. That's another bad. Hey, CD had yeah. a drop. He yeah. did. He did. A very yep. timely drop that we really Third down. And you know what? Yeah. It starts to, it, you know, that's become a bit of a pattern, guys. In pressure situations, CD seems to have a little bit of a, a catching problem, man. Yeah, he'd be looking upfield. Yeah. You know, and a lot of Cowboy Coop fans. is alpha. Yeah. That's why Coop is alpha. A lot of Cowboy fans, myself included, have been too quick to anoint CD, you know, number one number one uh, receiver and yeah, Cooper here like, Hey guys, yeah. I'm still here. Like I'm still here. You know, I'm still Amari Cooper. I can still do this. I'm like, I mean, you know what? You're right. You're right. Hey, they just yeah, got to yeah. revisit the fool's gold episode. A random good. None of us mentioned was that uh play that Zeke had where he just Man. broke those tackles and Ooh. got that first down. That's one of the best hey, plays good. I've ever that's, seen. From that's that's the, you know what? Dylan. That is the game. winning. that is the game. Play. Yeah. That's the game winning yeah. play. If, not, if, not the catch, if, if not we don't the get that, catch. we're kicking a field goal, and who knows if we make it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's true. Seriously, I mean, you could you could say that was one of his greatest runs. I mean, I know looking at it, but from what it was and what we needed, I mean, shit. Yeah, Zeke was had Zeke was had maybe four at four yards after he made that little catch right there, man. You know what I mean? Seriously, and just was able to pinball through them through them to them two defenders, and 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 what it was like a twelve yarder. 13 yard or something like that. So, so the first that, down? Was that was rookie Zeke, man. That was that. That's two arm tackles. Nope. Here comes somebody with the shoulder. Eh, all right. Yeah, and, yeah. And, that, and after that pick uh, that Cooper threw, he came up to him. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to be better. I'm going to be better. Yeah, and then he, he gets the game winning play like that. So, and, hey, he was, hey, I know he got depleted once or twice, but you got to give it to Zeke, man. I know he was in the ice tub after that game because that boy was blocking his ass off. Yeah. It sounds cliche, but I, I think Zeke looked himself in the mirror this offseason and just and just realized that he needed to get back to He reshaped his whole body. Yeah. Yeah, get back to basics. Like, hey man, like I'm still Zeke, you know, like I'm still a top three running back, if not the best running back in the league when I want to be. And, you know, and did, so. did y'all see did y'all see that after uh the Henry injury, they're asking him if he wants to win another rushing title. And he's like, I want to be playing in Los Angeles at the end of the year. Hey, somebody asked me the other day, they were like, how many Pro Bowlers do you think you guys are going to have? How many? I was like, I don't think we're going to have any. They were like, what? I was like, we'll be playing a different <laughs> game. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I don't want to have zero. Yeah, zero, zero I like, Pro Bowlers. I, I, I'm not even thinking about the Pro Bowl. I'm thinking about all Pro. That's what I want. We ain't trying to go to homecoming. We try to go to the prom with some of these dudes, man. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> all right, well, uh, I, I got I got us winning forty two to thirteen. I'm Yee-hoo! thinking I'm thinking that that comes back. He's hungry. He he obviously has something to prove. And coming mm-hmm. off that tragedy of his losing his grandmother, I think we're gonna see him ball out. But my bold prediction, I actually got two of them. I think uh, I think Michael Gallup, if he returns this week, he's gonna get two touchdowns. You know, mm. kind of a welcome welcome back gifts. But they're also yes, the. the their left tackle, uh, Garrett Bowles, is he's not going to play. They're they're preparing Calvin Anderson to play instead. And uh, yes, yeah, Randy Gregory is going to be licking his chops. I think he gets four sacks this game. Oh Ooh. wow, that is Super Bowl dog. Yes, sir. I'm with it. And he go. leaps to the forefront of the defensive player of the year discussion. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And we all know how he's going to celebrate. 
Well, you know, that comes <laughs> back to what, what my brother was talking about a little earlier, and I just wanted to touch on it real quick because, look, we just said Trayvon Diggs, possible defensive player of the year. Man, Randy Gregor, he balls out, defensive player. Hey, Micah, hey, why are we not the best team in the NFL, man? Why do people still tell me to pump my brakes when I say that? We like, are. They seriously. just don't want to acknowledge it because we got a star on their helmet. That's how it is. Seriously, man. That's how it is, man. The weakest there, part of really this team is special team. That's about yeah. it. Hey, dude, hey, absolutely. And these same people, they boast about the numbers. They're like, oh, yeah. we, we have the number one offense, and we have, we're this in, in turnover ratio. We're this, and we're this, and this, and this, and that. We're the, uh, you know, and, and, and without and without saying it, and then we're like, man, we're the best in the, NF, in the NFL. Wait up, wait up, wait up. Pump your brakes. What the fuck? <laughs> then what the what? It burns, me, it burns me up, and I know we could do a whole hour on this, and I, I won't, but it burns me up. The Cowboy fan base is the only fan base that's told to pump our brakes or to chill out or whatever. Packers fans aren't ever told that that I see. Right. Ravens fans know? aren't told that. Steelers fans, like, all these other fan bases are allowed to brag and say this and that, but let Cowboy fans do it. Oh, y'all y'all live it in the past. or Oh, yeah, let me guess. It's y'all's year again. Y'all been doing this for 20 years. Like, like you, you, like, think, you think the Rams, the Cardinals, and them aren't thinking Super Bowl? You think their fans aren't sitting there oh, like, on. oh, man, we could be playing in the Super Bowl? Everybody yeah. does. Everybody yeah. talks about it. Y'all just care because it's the Cowboys fans saying it. That's all I it know is. one thing their fans think, Dylan. I know one thing all those teams fans think. They're scared mm. of us. I promise they, you. They, they damn right are. <laughs> with good they really are. I, mean, I, saw, I saw the Cardinals look like shit for about a quarter or two with the Texans. Yep. And then they start getting it together and start balling. I'm sitting there going, what's the name of the Texans quarterback? What the fuck? Like, who is that? Like, and y'all want to deal with us? Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll let, Coop, we'll let Cooper handle y'all. We'll let Cooper handle y'all. And let's yeah. not forget. And let's not forget. Everybody was trying to minimize our defense. Like, oh, they kind of mask it. They put the on it, uh, uh, on it. You know, putting lipstick on a pig because they get turnovers, even though they get up, give up all these yards. They're like, how's the defense going to perform when they're not getting turnovers? Oh, I don't know. Maybe holding one of the most loaded offenses in the NFL to 16 points. Well, that's yep. not a good mm-hmm. one there. Yep. The whole, hey, the, that, that, whole, that whole loaded offense, one of the best offenses in the league, like he just said, oh, uh, what was 260 yards? You know? <laughs> Kirk Dalvin, Cousins, they didn't have 200 yards. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. Throwing the and, Justin you know, Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Exactly. You know, and, and when I give the defense a C, the reason I do is because I see certain things that are not working in that defensive scheme. But then yeah. I look to the forefront and there's Randy Gregory hitting the quarterback, though. So when you have a defensive line like this, it gets to make up for a lot of the stuff on the back end that goes wrong. All right. And guess what? That defensive line is just getting healthier. We got Gallimore. We got Tank. That's why I consider us the best in the league, because we're doing this right now and we're about to get major aspects of our team back. So for me, yes. I'm going, what the hell? How do y'all not see that we're Mike Tyson? All right? I really don't yeah. see that. And my favorite stat from the game, uh, we held the Vikings 1 to one of 13 on third down. Like, that yeah, is right. yeah. 1 yep. of 13. Yeah. No, you're right about that Kirk Cousins thing, Dylan, because Kirk Cousins looked horrible. He had 13 incompletions all game. <laughs> How many of those were on third down? Hey, 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 <laughs> hey was this a – of of what uh, J. Ron Curse really is calling the defense for us, man. I think so, man. I think this is did we, did we just found, it, found its rhythm. Did yes. we just find a a diamond in the rough, dog? We sure did. I, I, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, you did in the rough, rough. What'd you hey, call him, Mark? J. Ron Chancellor. 
Jay Ron Ron Chancellor, man. Yeah, that's the, that's the, ang- the angry, the angry pterodactyl. That's Rodan, man. He just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> angry pterodactyl. All right, fellas. All right, fellas. <laughs> hey, man. Well, we come to that part of the podcast where it is the shout out train. And so let's jump to Twitter, man. We got a, we got a couple of people, man, on the shout out train, man. We got that boy uh, FF Mario Mario eighty six. He said, "What's he wants to know? What's your ideal offensive line combo if Tyron can't go?" And he also says, "Dallas twenty four, Denver nineteen. Bold prediction after zero takeaways last week. Micah and the boys get three this week. That's hella bold, hella okay. bold. But we see you, Mario. Hey, so I'll ask. Uh, let me ask Dylan. Hey, Dylan, what's your ideal offseason line combo if Tyron can't go?" Can I move Connor McGovern to center? Or is that already dead? Man, you can do whatever you want to do. Do what you want to do. I would put him in center, but they're not going to do that. So Tyler Biotis at center. And uh, we got Zach at right guard, obviously. Left guard, Connor Williams. And then uh, they're probably going to move Steele to left tackle with, with Collins coming back, and he's going to be your right tackle. I think that's how it's going to go. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Hey, man, shout out our boy LP Cruz, SDQ Flight Crew, man. You know the mm. guy, man. Been on the podcast several times, man. He's over there at Athlete Winners, man. That's my guy. That's the radio voice. Hey, this is this this question's for you, uh, Mark. He said, rest deck or play deck? Question mark. Well, that actually has I, – I wish we could come on tomorrow because I'd give you a better answer. But um, what, <laughs> yes. I saw, what I saw coming out – what I saw coming out of that tunnel, man um, – it it leads it leads a question mark in my head. It really does. It really leaves a question mark in my head. If I hear anything about sore or anything from that end, you're shutting him down. You're not letting him play. This so, is this you know, is gonna... the week to do it. You're not playing a conference opponent, and it's a lot easier game than Minnesota. You don't have to That's worry about Von Miller. Then, or you know, I, I actually didn't want to be Mister, you know, Mister Conservative on that end. But if I really had my druthers and I was the head coach, I'd shut Dak down, man. Considering what this injury does and the real time frame for a mild to moderate strain is actually three to four weeks. So, you know, like I've said before, you're an athlete, you're a super athlete. It buys you a little time, but not like that. So, I, yeah. I, they might shut him down. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. All right. Well, shit. Hey, shout out to El Fuego thirteen at El Fuego one thirty two. He said, much love and respect. I say 37 to Cowboys, 28 uh, the Broncos. He said, way respectfully. But, hey, shout out to you guys. Hey, shout out to Yusuf Nakuda at Wide Nakuda. What's up, my guy? Hey, he says, what's the timeline for D-Law? And great show as always. A lot of love from, from Yusuf, man. And we really appreciate it here at Talking Boys with the Boys, man. So hey guys, anybody wanna anybody wanna jump in there? Mark, you usually good with this stuff, man. Yeah, what's the yeah, what's the timeline man. for D Law, man? The medical expert for D Law. Well, for D Law, um, I appreciate that, Dylan. For D Law, it was an eight week injury. You know, more on the on the the further end of the eight week. And I think they're really being conservative on the end with D Law. I don't think you're gonna see him this this week, definitely. Um, but the following week, if he participates in practice, like I said, he doesn't have any kind of reports of soreness or any issues like that. Remember, that was a break. Um, but with a break, honestly, I'd rather have a break than a complete strain or a sprain because then you don't have a timetable. I think at week nine, I mean, at week 10, he should be back, to be honest with you. They sound pretty optimistic about him coming back sooner than expected, so that's a good sign. 
Thanks. No, definitely. And I think, I think that if we were in a little bit more trouble with our record, with the way things were going, with this defense, I think you might be seeing him come into that 21-day window a little sooner rather than later. But it's mm-hmm. buying him enough time that he needs to get that foot right. And remember, he's had some problems with that foot in the past, yeah. you know, with some of those issues. So they're trying to make sure it's 110%. Right now, what this record really buys you is health for the playoff run, people. That's what this record buys you right now, okay? Like, you don't Mm -hmm. give a damn how you look early. You give a damn how you look later. Like, seriously, (laughs) man, go ask the Giants. (laughs) Man, those pump your brakes, like, taking one game at a time, fans. It's like, I I don't tell y'all how to be fans. Don't tell me how to be a fan. You can do whatever (laughs) you want, man. Seriously, though, man. Hey, facts. Hey, man. too, you know, it's like we're a little more informed about some of this stuff. So, you know, we've been on this since the preseason. It's not like we're a bunch of delusional dudes going – Andale, los right. Like, we're not doing that, man. You know? We have real reasons. Like everyone's Theo have... ever? Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. That, hey, that's my Theo right there. Arrufo de Leon, shout out. Hey, that's my, the guy that got me on this. But, yeah, no, I, actually, that's his voice right there. How, come, yeah, every, man, how, how come every Hispanic has an uncle named Tio? <laughs> Tio. It's Theo, man. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, right, man. man. All right, fellas. Well, man, hey, man, let's let's bring this thing to an end, dog. We've been on for a hot-ass minute, man. Hey, everybody out there, y'all know what's up, man. We want to thank y'all for rocking with us every time, every week. Y'all know how we do it. Thank you for rocking with Talking Boys with the Boys. Yo.